Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is the next step in our medicine walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. I hope everyone's having a good week. I hope everyone is doing well, especially those whose lives have been disrupted or displaced or, or whatever in any way. It is a it is a very, very difficult time. And the interesting part is that even though my house was still here, and, and we talked about this, the idea that there is still that kind of unsettled feeling, there's still that sort of sense of not feeling quite safe. And I'm working on being able to be a bit more more settled in that. And it also takes time. And I've been talking to a lot of people who are experiencing very similar things to what I'm experiencing. That idea that everything is fine. Why is it that I don't feel happier? Why is it? And I, I am happy. And at the same time, it is sort of an unsettled feeling. It is a post-traumatic type of experience and a lot of the people around here are talking about the same thing that they don't feel safe in their home anymore that it just doesn't feel like it will ever be the same and there's more to a home than the walls and the roof it's the feeling and it's the feeling that has changed that was lost in the fire now it's about creating a new feeling. And as I've been kind of going through and looking at how I could restore balance, I ended up really going into a lot of thought about, um, and sorry that the window's open. I've got a, you know, I'm very close to the road and it's just cool enough to where I have a cross breeze going, a little bit of a cross breeze. So if I close that up, it gets very stuffy. So my apologies for, for street noises. But anyway, it's the idea of finding balance again with body, mind, and spirit. And I put out a tweet this morning talking about the idea that, you know, how comfortable or useful would a three-legged stool be if it you know, if all the legs were a different length. And that is a good, really good analogy for the relationship of our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. Because even though they work together, each one is unique. Each one has its own piece that needs to be managed in a particular way. So what we're going to be talking about this week is bringing balance back into body, mind, and spirit. And this is, this applies to both people who are empathic and people who are not quite so empathic, who don't have that level of sensitivity, because everybody who experiences this needs to take a look at if they're not feeling like they can really sort of step back into things, what pieces of that body, mind, spirit puzzle aren't quite fitting right. So, uh, each episode we're going to do this week. I'm going to do three episodes this week. One today, one Wednesday, and one Friday. And 
we're going to talk about body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to start with body because this is the way we get around in the world. This is the, the, the house of our spirit, the house of our mind. And often when we think about, oh, well, I want to evolve. We were talking about mentally and spiritually. And sometimes the body sort of gets left behind because it does connect us to this physical world. And it is about physical experiences. And often I hear people who they, well, I just want to get out of my body. And it's like, why? Bodies are amazing. Bodies are wonderful. I became a doctor, you know, a chiropractor because I think that human bodies are the most amazing thing in this whole wide world. And when we look at what goes on in our bodies without us even thinking, you know, respiration, heartbeat, our pH is regulated. You know, if the pH goes off, our breath is automatically regulated to restore balance to it. It spends every single moment of our lives working really, really hard. And quite honestly, we don't always take such good care of it. And it's important for us to do that. And I personally, you know, when I was, I'd say in exile, when I was evacuated, it did feel like kind of like an exile thing. I began thinking about my life and thinking about, wow, you know, this is kind of a wake up call because if things had gone different, if maybe if we hadn't evacuated when we did, maybe things might not have been okay. Maybe I might not have been okay. You know, what if it had happened in the middle of the night and I wasn't able to get out in time? So a lot of things go through the mind. And when I thought about what do I want to change? If this is a second chance, if this is, you know, one of those wake up and pay attention moments. What is it that I want to change? And the first thing I thought about was my body. I, you know, can generally do most things, but you know, I'm, I'm, there's a bit more of me than I'm comfortable with. It's not solely about appearance. Hello, Luna. It's not solely about appearance. And well, it's a little bit about appearance. I mean, you know, who of us would not like to at least look a little bit more closely than, you know, that we did and, you know, maybe when we were 25, except for Luna, she is eternal and beautiful, right as she is. <laughs> and um, looking at the amount of weight that I carry that I've never been comfortable with and thinking about the fact that my, out of the family I grew up with, you know, my parents, siblings, my younger brother and I are the only ones who were left and everyone else has passed. And so I want to be able to extend the amount of time I have. I love life. I think that life is the most precious and amazing thing. And I wasn't taking care of myself as if that were true. So I decided it was important for me to take measures. And so I've started taking measures and, you know, utilizing help and guidance in, you know, good ways to eat and how I can change my relationship with food because I have always, always, always been a stress eater. 
and this situation has been stress like above and beyond so the idea that i wanted to be able to feel, not just look better but to feel better to feel healthier to feel more empowered and so i had to figure out a different way to be with food because basically it was just eat as much as I can. I wasn't even hungry. People talk about it. It's like, oh, well, why don't you have an appetite suppressant? It was never about hunger. I wasn't hungry, but I didn't need something. There was, there was a hunger, but it wasn't of the body. It was an emotional hunger because all of my best memories growing up as a child we're focused around food. We're focused around my mother's cooking, my father's cooking, meals together. I related happiness to food. And so when I don't feel happy, I would go to food. And I know that, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of different relationships with it. So I started a program and I, you know, actually got me a Fitbit that is, it's, it's like a naggy friend who's like, oh, you've been sitting for a while, you know, oh, only 40 more steps and you can reach this point. And so, yeah, but it is helpful to me to have ways to figure out, okay, I need to gauge what I'm doing and also to change my relationship with food and what I eat and why I eat it and how can I eat in a more healthy way that nurtures my body. Because quite honestly, you know, I, I wasn't sleeping anywhere near enough. I would, you know, burn the candle at three different ends. And I would always push beyond because it was that thing of, you know, well, you know, you got to push through, you got to push through. And being empathic, especially being an unmanaged empath, this can be especially, um, impactful when other people say it, when other people are thinking it, when other people have that belief, then that belief becomes your own. It becomes, it's as if everyone around you becomes a mirror. And for all those who are thinking, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you could lose a few pounds. Maybe, you know, you're looking kind of big or, you know, maybe you can, you can eat a little healthier. And so, you know, that projection just started really hitting me. And during this time, it's been very difficult to manage. And, you know, being a, a managed empath is really great. It's very empowering and it can be very tricky when you're going through a lot, when a lot of stuff happens at once, you got to kind of find that equilibrium again. So, um, I decided that it was time for me to really get serious, not just about a diet, but about changing the way I relate to food, changing the way I eat, changing, you know, a lot of things. But it really came down to how do I feel about my body? When I look in the mirror, do I, you know, is the feeling I get a happy one or do I notice the flaws and the little bit of extra me and yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, and, it, and it's really weird because I mean, you know, my hair has a lot of silver in it and that really doesn't bother me. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind looking older because, well, that's okay. And I want to look healthy. I want to be healthy. And I don't believe that I could have done that if I continued with the pattern that I was in. And it did relate to my impression of myself. Because when I thought, well, what do I need to change? The first thing that hit me was body, which I'm sure my body was going, hey, you know what? I do a lot of work. I get very little credit. Back off. I'm, I'm working with what you're doing to me. You know, I have to deal with I, the only tools I have is the tools you're handing me. And you haven't been handing me very good tools. And my body would be right. You know, I want to look a different way. I'd want to be a different way. And yet I didn't want to change the patterns that I had because they were comfortable. So in thinking about what is your relationship with your body, I mean, yes, none of us are who we were when we were in our twenties, unless of course you're watching and you're in your twenties. And to you, I say, enjoy it, take care of yourself because life changes bodies change. And, and that also has to do with the fact that I am older. I am, you know, I'm, I'm in that, you know, I'm not 60 yet, but I'm definitely on the doorstep. So the idea that I need to take that into consideration of how well I take care of my body and, and knowing that it's even more important now to be aware of it, to listen to it. We need to listen to our bodies. Because often we want to move beyond it. You know, the whole thing is, well, let's just push through. Let's push past. Let's, let's just, you know, ignore the pain. No pain, no gain. I really hate that phrase. I really do. Because it creates a false impression that the body has to suffer in order to achieve something. Now, that's different from... You know, if you're working your way up and, you know, you need to take those few extra steps or, you know, to encourage yourself. And I go on very long walks now and sometimes it's like, okay, come on, body, you can do it. We're right here. We can do this. We can do this. But that's different from, you know, doing things that will be specifically damaging and not pay attention to the fact that the body is saying, hey, I need a break. Because my theory is, if we don't give our bodies a break, our bodies will claim one. And then we, you know, get more distanced from it. So consider that an aspect of evolution, of an aspect of enlightenment, is to be in that place of love with all of yourself. To not just, you know, deal with the mind or not just deal with the spirit but to appreciate and honor the physical self that works very, very hard to keep us moving forward, to keep maintaining itself. And when you consider that, whether it's maybe, you know, it's a thing of too much weight, maybe it's a thing of too little weight, maybe because there's a lot of people who have a difficult time gaining a healthy weight. And often, they get really jumped on and I feel bad. I have friends who have a very hard time. They wish they could gain weight and yet they can't talk to anybody about it 
because then people will immediately start projecting. It's like, well, you should be happy that you can't gain weight and you should be this and you should be that. No, if you're not happy with your physical condition, you shouldn't have to justify it. You shouldn't have it compared to anyone. And if you're struggling with that, then please you know, understand that there is nothing wrong with you, that you have every right to seek health. And you know, I, I definitely hope you find someone who can be able to assist you with that. And some people, it's just their, their metabolism is a lot different. But it shouldn't be judgment about anybody being able to weigh anything or, or, or whatever. So this is about appreciating, appreciating the tactile sense, our, our, the five senses that connect us with everything. You know, the ability to, to, to hear a child laughing or to hear a loved one tell us how much we mean to them. You know, the ability to, you know, take a walk in the woods or to take a nice deep breath. There's a lot of people who would give anything in the world to be able to take a nice deep breath, but they can't, which means that those of us who can need to enjoy it, to appreciate it, to treat our bodies as the sacred creation that they are. And by creating a good relationship with your body, that also helps with that balancing of body, mind, and spirit. You know, sometimes there are things about our bodies that we can't choose. There are illnesses that happen that just sort of happen. And if you're experiencing that, I'm sorry. But know that your body is doing the best it can to help you and to take care of you. So we can do the best we can to take care of it. And there is something that feels really good about taking a conscious effort to help our bodies out. You know, our bodies connect us to everything. It is this life that we have in these bodies. And the ability to connect with another person you know, to experience that, that passion, that closeness, that bonding that can occur between people. And it is intimate, it is sacred, and it's very loving and sweet and fun. And without our bodies, we wouldn't be able to experience that. You know, it, I was talking with someone and they were saying that it's like, well, you know, they want to live a life, you know, without of purity and, you know, without any, without sex. And the thing is, and, and if somebody wants to do that, celibacy is an amazing practice. It's an amazing spiritual practice. Not one that I would normally, you know, view for myself as just I'm single and I prefer to live alone. And Right now, my life is structured around being alone, and I'm okay with that. And if someone were to come into my life that I chose to have that type of relationship with, I consider it something sacred. I consider it, actually, I consider it the purest expression of union with someone, and that it's special. So the idea that our bodies are the vehicles for so many wonderful things 
in the world, to feel the sunlight on your face, to feel a cool breeze, to touch someone's hand. Yeah, it's just everything. And so consider your body. Consider how you appreciate it. Consider how you're treating it. And maybe consider that it might be time to do something else. And usually I have the camera much closer. And I felt it was important to share me, not to hide. You know, I'm not going to hide behind, you know, having only this view of me. So this is me. And over time, this, my physical form is going to be changing for the better. And I've got a, you know, really good start. And I want to have you share that evolution with me and that transformation with me. And if you're working on that, hey, let me know in the comments and we can definitely encourage one another. So cherish your bodies because usually we don't really think about them much until something goes wrong. And it's a lot easier to be able to get the absolute most out of them when we think about them when things aren't going wrong, but even when things are going right and we figure out how things can go better. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave them in the comments section. If you would like to reach me, you can follow me on Twitter. You can reach me through my uh, Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can email me, and my email address is in the description, as well as my Discord link. And if you like the video and you would like to support, please press like. If you have not subscribed, if you have, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. And if you haven't, please, please consider subscribing. It would really help out the channel and help me to get it to grow. And if you are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, uh, consider sharing and downloading the episode or consider sharing it. And if you would like to support me on a higher level, in the description is also the link to my Patreon account. And for as little as $2 a month, there will be, there are perks that go with it, including one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, a copy of my book, uh, shout outs, and other things. So take a look at that. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. And see you next time. Bye.